Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Anyway, on the stage, our first guest is a man who's made a career of peering into the minds of others and revealing what stinking sewers they are. Keith Barry, good afternoon to you. How are you? I'm not too bad. You're right. It's good to see you. Yes, um, slow down the applause there. Yeah, they were, yeah, yeah they're, they're just stunned after uh, seeing you. The, actually, the last time I saw you, I bumped into a coffee shop in, and, and it was just uh, the, the pandemic was finishing. And I said, like, how was your pandemic? And most people are kind of go, oh, it was awful. He said, it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I pivoted online and ended up doing just loads of virtual shows. So I was actually quite busy during yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. And who were you doing the virtual shows for? Oh, look, all, of the, all of the corporates around the world who are stuck for their employee engagement. So the likes of Google, Amazon, Dell, Microsoft, TikTok, all of them really, you know. So it was great. And what, what would you do? So I created a whole show that would work virtually through a screen. I actually did a whole bunch of public shows as well. So thousands of people were t- turning up on Zoom and I was hacking their brains while they were in their living room. That's what made it kind of unique. It was a new format that I had to design to work through the screen, through the medium, you know? Okay, and for the corporate ones, was it like, we want you to work harder? You know? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. A, that's actually a lot of my business, <laughs> believe it or not, now, which is uh, corporate keynotes. So yeah, motivational mindset and yeah, bringing them towards peak performance using the kind of brain hacking techniques that I've... Uh, you know, accumulated over the last 20, 25 years. You know? Right. Now, but you're also here today because you want to talk about Barrettstown because you're an ambassador for Barrett. I am an ambassador and I've been an ambassador now for quite a long time and they just celebrated their 100,000 camper April and I was down there with them to celebrate that. And look, you know, I suppose with Barrettstown, you have to understand like the hospitals and the doctors and the nurses, they treat the illness, but really Barrettstown treats the kids. So in other words, they allow them that world of wonder, which we all really need as kids. Let's be honest about it. Uh, and these kids, you know, a lot of them are very sick and they spend a lot of time in hospitals. So Barrettstown kind of allowed them to escape that. And for me, it's a, it's a perfect fit with what I do. So sometimes I'll go down and I'll do like, for example, a magic camp. So you'll get like a hundred kids in the auditorium down there and I'll teach them magic. And it's really interesting to see the kids who are sometimes a little bit introverted and they come out of themselves in that environment so it's actually fantastic to see so look they need your support to get the next hundred thousand people in there so it's barrettstown.org and uh, i'm always down there helping them out as well you know okay yeah very, very how long have they been there for God, I don't know. You've caught me there now, haven't I? Yeah, I think it was uh, Paul Newman originally came over yeah, and launched it, yeah. I believe. So, uh, I don't know, it's probably 20, 25 years. Well, I suppose years, if it's 100,000 people, that's, yeah, that'll tell you how long. Yeah, yeah. And look, and look the, you know, this isn't uh, in any way about me. It's just me putting my profile out there for people to support this because the people down there are what makes it work and function and it's all voluntary. And some of the volunteers are amazing down there. They're magical themselves. A lot of good personalities down there, you know? Yeah, okay. So, are you touring at the moment? Are you going to be touring? What's... Are, are you too busy like taking zillions from Google? Yeah, so like, so, so like, I always like performing, right? So give me a stage and I'm on it. So yeah, I'm on tour with Mind Games, which is my brand new show. I'm in Langton's in Kilkenny in uh, January, the board gosh. Look, all the dates are up on keithbarry.com. Well, but he can't remember his own dates and he hacks into people's minds. Well, I, I can list off the rest of my Jan- can. January the 6th in Langton's, January 13th in Waterford in the Theatre Royal, Jan- uh, January 26th in the Maritime Hotel in Bantry and January 27th in the board gosh. Yeah, and it's designed to, to make people laugh. The show is designed to make people laugh first and foremost, and then obviously me get inside their minds and play some mind games with them, which I might do with some of your audience members yeah. in a moment. Do, do things ever go wrong? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> people expect me to say no to that, you know. Uh, you can find grainy footage from a couple of years ago where I was on stage. This is a kind of an interesting one. Where I was on stage uh, in the Olympia, it was, uh, whatever it was, one and a half thousand people there, and I was doing this escape, and the escape was that I would get tied up 
up on a hundred foot of rope to a chair, much like the chairs we're sitting in now, by two random audience members. So they would come up, hundred foot of rope, go first, time me up as much as you can because here's the catch. If I can't get out in less time than it takes you to time me up in, I'll give you a thousand euros each, right? So okay. it was in my Eight Deadly Sins show, so it was under the sin of greed. Let's see how greedy these people are. So then they would tie me up and they would really go for it. And then the catch was, and you get to wrap my head with a full roll of cling film so I can't see or breathe. So in any event, it was going okay for about 25 shows and the Olympia is the 26th show. I think you can see where this is going. And I, I thought it was going to be handy this night because the rope was kind of quite loose until the end when one of the two guys took the end of the rope and just started to kind of cinch it down and I started to kind of get squashed and crumpled more and more and I said, what do you do for a living? He said, uh, I load trucks for a living, Keith. <laughs> I was like, okay. And, uh, and then I was trying to escape and I kicked over in the chair and when I landed, I actually just winded myself this time because sometimes I would fall off the chair and that would be fine but this time I winded myself and I went to inhale like not even thinking, just subconsciously. And I inhaled like basically half a wrap of cling film and just passed out on the stage. <laughs> and everybody, as they always do, everybody thought it was part of the show, of course. Mm. So they all just started laughing and giggling. Meanwhile, uh, like uh, Noel, who was my promoter in, in MCD, he hit the button of the shutter and the shutter just slowly came down <laughs> while I was passed out on the stage. And every, everybody's looking at each other going, is this it? Is this? But I always put that at the end of the show, knowing yeah. that it could go wrong. Uh, so that, you know, they'd already had two hours of entertainment. They didn't ask for their money back. But here's the funny thing. Uh, when I came to and, and they tested me and all the rest, I had to go to hospital that night. But before I did, we got a knock on the stage door and it was the two guys with their hands out going, where's our thousands and yours each? Yeah. And I'll attest, we paid up. We paid them cash okay, for the night. Good so hear. they got paid. Good to hear. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> No lasting damage. Don't no lasting damage. Okay, no. Although I'm pretty banged up. I say no lasting damage, but listen, I'd bore you all to tears if I listed all the injuries that I have from all the different things. I've detached cartilage from my rib cage. That was an escape that I did on RTE three years ago. And the latest one is I was with a surgeon two days ago. I've got a hernia, and we reckon that that's from another stunt that I did a couple of years ago. So yeah, loads of injuries. Bit banged up, but listen, we're here to tell the tale, so it doesn't matter too. Okay, that's true. Once years ago on the telly, um, it was the first telly gig I had. We had this guy on who was. A magician? Yeah. Uh, wasn't you? <laughs> I like the way he says... No. Uh, for those listening, he did the inverted comments. Oh, I thing, did, so yeah. I, I want to know who this is. Because he wasn't very good. Oh, thank, thanks for saying it yeah. wasn't me. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't very... Like, he was pretty awful, actually. He, he, and he did this kind of trick where he was going to cut my arm. He had this massive, scary-looking blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a bit in it that retracts yeah. on the arm. So he kind of whacked it onto my arm. <laughs> and in the gallery, like, where all the techie people are, they're going, God, that, Sean's doing really well. He looks like he's really in pain. Uh, and then he whacked it off and he caught a big gash in my arm. Oh, he actually caught you? He actually caught me. And so they had to bring me down to Vincent's. Oh, my the, God. The doctor on duty was pissing himself because he'd never written on a report stabbed by a magician before. Who was it? Can uh, you remember? I, I know I can't name. remember. No, oh, I better not. We have you know. to dig out that footage. Anyway, uh, somebody who knows what they're doing, you have, a, you, you have a large sheet of paper there and a marker. Well, we have a large audience. How many we have a large have we audience. Here? What are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. I go rogue at this stage. Yeah. I just okay, make, it up as, exactly. I go, make it up as I go along. Okay, so this is movies and booze. We're going to grab a roaming microphone. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find somebody in the audience that uh, I hope I can hack inside their mind. As a matter of fact, before I do, let's just test them, Sean. And okay. You, you can keep an eye on them as well, okay? We're just going to test 
yes, everybody. Everybody go ahead and put out your hands like this. Everybody. If you don't put out your hands, we'll pull you up on stage. That ensures that all the hands go out, Sean. <laughs> okay. okay, everybody, interlock your fingers like this and squeeze tightly together. Now, squeeze tightly and put your hands up in front of your face. Now, you just keep an eye on them, Sean. Yeah. Watch what happens, yeah. okay? Extend your first two fingers out like this. So there's a, kind of like a, an inch gap between them. Stretch them out so there's an inch gap between them. Stare at your fingers. Take a deep breath in and out. And imagine there's magnets on your fingertips. Pulling your fingertips closer. I know it's very closer and closer together. That gap now getting smaller and smaller and smaller as the magnets get stronger and stronger and stronger. Look, there's people freaking out. You can see them freaking out, right? Okay, good. I'll give you another three seconds too. And if your fingertips moved at all, and especially if they touched, it means you're highly suggestible and it means I can get inside your mind. So, so just give us a wave if your fingertips move. Separate your hands. Give me a wave. Whose fingertips move? Come on, be honest, be honest. There's a lot more than that. Okay, I'm going to go out. I spotted a victim. Oh my God. God. Right, okay, Keith's I'm going down. Direction. I'm coming this direction, I'm coming this direction. Okay, you right there, go ahead and stand up for me, please. Stand up, stand up, stand up, if you don't mind. Good. Okay, let's find... Okay, I saw your fingertips moving there. They did move, yes? They did, yes. What's your name? Geraldine. Geraldine. Geraldine, just for Sean and everybody here and people at home. Geraldine, uh, you have no idea what's about to happen. We haven't set this up. In other words, you're not an actress or a stooge, are you? No such thing, no. No such thing. Okay, and uh, we, are you with Geraldine? Friend of hers, yep. Friend of her, oh, hey, very specific. That's only a friend. <laughs> Any benefits? I know a friend. <laughs> okay, stand up for me, please. Stand up for me, please. I just need you as the microphone holder, if you don't mind. Okay, and you're going to go over and back between us. Okay, Geraldine, look at me. It is Movies and Booze. I want you to focus on a movie, one that I can't guess, one that you've got in your mind. Look at me. You've got a movie in mind, yes? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, now, just against everybody knows, uh, you haven't told anybody what this movie is inside your head? Not at all, no. Okay, look at me, look at me, focus on the movie, okay, and in your mind, imagine a screen between us, and imagine that you're projecting uh, that onto the screen right now, the movie. Imagine you're projecting it, look at yeah. me, okay, and focus on the movie. It, it just it, try and focus on a specific scene, if you can, in the movie. You've got one in the, yeah. okay, good. <gasps> uh, just something to do with a girl, does that make sense? No. No? Oh, no, that's okay. Sometimes I'm bypassing the conscious mind, Sean. I'm inside the of subconscious course. mind. We can go to ads if you like. Okay, look at me, look at me, look at me. No, because I got a, a, just a sentence inside your mind uh, which gave me, gave me a clue because you went through a few different scenes. Look at me. Uh, I've seen long red hair. I'm also seeing sharp black hair. And the movie starts with an N. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Okay, good. Now we're connected. Good. Focus on... I just... Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to write something down. I think I've got this, okay? Because the, the, the line that I heard from your mind, which was uh, uh, the girl, I heard, I'm not just a girl. That went through my head. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, and yes. her, her mouth just dropped there, by the way. I don't know if you saw that, Sean. Okay, I've written down something. Uh, there's thousands, thousands and thousands of movies, Sean, she could have thought of. Name out loud, what movie are you thinking of? Notting Hill. How did I do? Notting Hill is on the card. Excellent work. Excellent work. Very impressed. Well, Very impressed. But, Sean, there was cross-interference coming in there. There was yeah. cross-interference. This happens. I sometimes get echoes from the audience. Echoes means other people are thinking of other things. Because people out there, they think, ah, you know, he can't guess what I'm thinking. So I, I'm just saying, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go this way. Okay, let's look around. Hi, how are you? Hiya. How are you? Yeah, it's not you. <laughs> okay. Oh, you. Can you stand up for me, please? Go ahead and stand up. Hello, what's your name? Magda. Magda, I want you to focus on something that nobody could possibly know, I'm hoping. Have you ever told anybody your PIN for your bank card? No. No. 
Okay, good. Okay, look at me. I want you to focus on your pin. Don't send anything, but put out your finger as if you're about to plug in your pin number. Put it up a little bit higher for me, please. Okay, imagine you're plugging in the first digit of your pin. Please don't say it, obviously. Okay, but just think it. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Okay, hold on to the microphone for a moment. What is the first digit, just the first digit in your pin? I should say. Yeah. Two. Two. He's written a two. two. Okay, I got a two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, look at me, look at me, look at me. Okay, focus. On, okay, try not to think of the second digit. Now, when you try not to think of something, it's hard to not think of it. So, for example, try not to think of Sean naked now in a pink tutu. <laughs> and exactly right now, you're seeing John naked. Yeah, I get it. Okay, look at me. Okay, try not to think of the second digit. Now, here's what happens. Psychologically, when people don't think of the second digit, Sean, they jump to the third digit inside their head. You did that. You jumped to the third digit the third digit is an eight. Is that correct? Of your pin. The third digit is an eight. Yes. Yes, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know she's freaking out right now because I'm revealing her pin number live on air. Okay. I'm not going to reveal your pin number live on air, but here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. Just to be fair to her so she doesn't get mugged outside the hotel here, okay? Here's what we'll do. I'm going to whisper what I believe, because I'm sensing your body language right now. I'm going to whisper what I believe is your pin number. I'll whisper it inside your ear. The deal is this. If I get it right, you give me a high five. If I get it wrong, you slap me hard in the face. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, right? Seems very okay, fair. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. I'm a bit nervous now. This could go wrong. Oh, look at him. He's smiling. He's waiting for the slap in the face. Okay. Uh, look at me. Focus on your whole pin number. Don't say it. Just think it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, slap in the face. Oh, it looks like I was off by just one digit, Jess. I was off by one, yes? What means? Okay, she's wondering what it means. I was off by one digit. In other words, I missed one digit. I got one wrong. Yes. Yes, one wrong. Okay. Well, we can't be done for back front. Anyway, I'm just not sure. (laughs) Well done, Magda. Keith Barry, everybody. Thanks a million. Keith Barry, give him a round of applause there. Right, so uh, Keith Barry obviously isn't allowed to enter for the cash machine. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm. With Energlaze. On News Talk.